Welcome everyone to Cloud and Clear. We have a very special guest today. He is the president and co-founder of Workspan, Amit Sinha. Big news, big news. Not only are they one of our newest alliance partners here at SADA, but uh, they also just raised $30 million in their recent round. Please welcome Ahmed. Thank you so much for being our guest. Absolutely, Tony. What a delight. Thank you for having me. First of all, how did you raise such a, a significant round of funding in this a very challenging environment? What does it say about the market right now? The environment is challenged, especially for fundraising. And uh, only mission-critical applications and business value propositions are getting funded. And as you know, this decade is really the age of the ecosystem, the decade of the ecosystem. And as partnering has come to the fore and become a mission-critical business, companies want to co-sell with their partners. They want to expand joint revenue to, uh, together. Just today, an EY study came out which said that through partnering, 1.8x increase in revenue happens and cost reduces by 2.1x. So imagine a value proposition like that. And if your company is founded around that value proposition, enabling partners to work with one another, it becomes mission critical. And that's what Insight Partners uh, saw this. Uh, they have uh, billions under management. They see literally every other uh, opportunity in the valley and around the world. So they led the round. And of course, others uh, like Mayfield Fund and, uh, and Microsoft Ventures also joined in in our round. That's so uh, validating, you know, and uh, it's not only validating of what Workspan is doing, but I think of our own strategy. And look, when you're close and intimate as we are that understand what cloud is causing in terms of this ecosystem opportunity, this integration of various ISV solutions and cloud hyperscalers, I mean, it seems natural and obvious to us, perhaps, but uh, I'd love to kind of take a few steps back and uh, you know, visit your journey over the last eight years when you founded the company. What did you see? Let's talk about what Workspan actually does and enables. Sure. Uh, I really want to educate the audience on the fundamentals of, uh, of the premise. My own journey began way back when I was at SAP, leading a product called HANA to Market. And much of it, actually, the market success was actually jointly co-solutioning with partners, co-marketing and co-selling it, actually. Without those three words, at, those at that time, it was not really well formed in our heads. But think about it, HANA is an appliance with all the hardware companies, with uh, Google and AWS and Microsoft as a cloud appliance, and then working with GSI partners to build joint solutions, and then the ISVs in the startup community building around it. That is really what led to the market success of that product. My team at that time was doing all of it in spreadsheets. And I realized as a you know, co-founder that when there are spreadsheets around and work that needs to be, you know, we are in this modern age, we are connected on LinkedIn, we want business to work across boundaries as if we are working shoulder to shoulder together in service of a common customer. So that's where the idea for Workspan began together with my co-founders, Mank and Milan. We saw this as a problem in the industry that it has long been, you know, the partnering, uh, you know, leader and the partnering organization has been kind of a stepchild. You know, you don't get tools. You, you are relegated to spreadsheets. And at best, there are some channel software for the hardware era, you know. Here is the cloud era. People want to work together to co-create new. These are ISVs building and driving massive workloads into the cloud. They want to go to market together, genuinely going after a shared customer. They want to co-sell because it's your deal. It's our deal as well. You know, it's, it's the hyperscaler working with an ISV or hyperscaler working with an SI. It's a co-equal partnership. It's, uh, it's fundamentally changed. So we wanted to build a software that 
takes the chief partner officer, their strategic alliances leader, their channel partner leader as the true North Star and kind of build a, a tooling around them, around their workflow, around their needs. And we've been rewarded in the industry. If you think about uh, Microsoft co-sell program, if you think of AWS co-sell program and Google's co-sell, SAP's co-sell, Cisco, Intel, VMware, we've been rewarded because we, we look at these hubs that are working with their partner networks. We serve them with those critical business processes to co-build new solutions, co-market those solutions with one another, co-sell them, and then co-invest back into the relationship. So we enable this ecosystem flywheel so that partnering becomes digitized and hence more measured and more effective at the end of the day and becomes mission critical to business. Yeah, look, I think this is a completely new paradigm, only possible in the context of cloud. Yep. The first time I heard Cosell was many, many years ago, uh, probably on the Microsoft side when we still had that business unit. But this premise that the hyperscalers are very interested to promote and drive and help uh, take to market any software that is being built on or delivered through, deployed through their cloud. And this wasn't really possible to make this direct connective tissue at the scale that is possible today, but all the hyperscalers have marketplaces. Yep. Google certainly is what we focus on, but it's it's one that's you know rapidly growing and, and becoming more relevant. And it's clear this is how customers want to look at their cloud journey strategy. And it's also where they look to for solutions, but you're solving for the complexity of the connection not only the technical connection, but the commercial connection between these relatively independent pieces that have to come together to, to solve a customer problem jointly. And, and yeah. that's been very, very hard to do uh, mm -hmm. before solutions like Workspan. Totally agree with you. If you look at the cloud consumption model, hyperscalers are driving you know, uh, customer relationships where it's based on consumption at the end of the day. And who drives the consumption? It is ISVs. Leading ISVs like Quantum Metrics, Palo Alto Networks, Databricks, um, you know, Pendo, they're driving massive volume and consumption from uh, the hyperscalers. So it's a partnership that eventually meets a joint customer need at the end of the day. And same thing with service partners as well. If you look at leading GSIs, like uh, partnering Deloitte with AWS on Workspan as an example, they're driving massive migrations into the cloud. It's a once in a generation shift that requires companies to collaboratively work with one another to advise the customer of the right pieces. And also, I think in our journey uh, with Workspan, what you will notice is the way we built Workspan as a shared network, you can also think of this as a multi-partner place where it could be an ISV working with an SI, but also with a hyperscaler together. So uh, it is modern dynamic partnering in a way. And uh, such without such tooling, the chief partner officer won't be successful at the end of the day. The other big news is um, native support, not only on GCP, but their integration to their sales organization. Do you want to talk about that? Because that's a huge milestone as well that was just released. With uh, GCP, we have had a co-innovation relationship sponsored with Kev by Kevin Ichipurani, head of ecosystems at Google. Uh, so uh, it's, it's an amazing joint innovation between Workspan and Google where we, uh, we worked with their CRM team, their Google Partner Advantage team to integrate with APIs directly with Workspan 
and in turn, not uh, in turn, our partners on the Workspan network they've connected their Salesforce, their Dynamics, their HubSpot system to Workspan. Essentially, what it enables people to do is directly from if you are an account executive, a salesperson at a partner like you know Quantum Metrics or others, what they're able to do is they from the comfort of their Salesforce system or the Dynamics system, whatever CRM you have, they can actually directly communicate and collaborate with the seller uh, at the hyperscaler, which is Google in this case. So this is massive because the business can go not only inbound, but it has also come outbound from Google to the partner. So this bi-directional collaboration uh, is amazing because we can then now speed at the, we can move at the speed of the network. We can move at the speed at the, which the customer wants to move and identify and work. And this is a massive milestone at the end of the day. It's not only how customers want to buy, like they definitely want to leverage your hyperscale relationship to uh, discover, try, consume, enable, adopt all the SaaS yep. fundamentally, right? But it's also, um, it's how customers are looking at their problems to be solved because they know they're not going to custom build everything and they're going to really look at the marketplace Yep. and procure as much SaaS as possible so that they don't have to custom build every part of the uh, value chain for the problems they're trying to solve. So now we have the sprawl, right? We have the sprawl. Yep. Google has 300 plus uh, on their marketplace. So for Google, like, how do you help drive the discovery of these solutions through their marketplace that also in turn, in this very self-fulfilling way, increase consumption on GCP as a result? like coordinating all those pieces uh, has been very, very challenging. So I could see how the field at Google and Kevin uh, and others in partnership uh, are very excited about accelerating that discovery and co-sell motion and, and commercial engagement with customers because doing it manually as we've all tried for so many years has uh, is really, really challenging. And if you think about the long long tail importance for all yeah. the hyperscalers, the reason they're so excited to work with Workspan and why marketplaces generally are important to them is they know that as this uh, more and more infrastructure moves to, to cloud, mm -hmm. that a lot of custom things over time will be swapped for an ISV, Yep. right? So by virtue of doing this and doing this now, they're actually expanding greatly their addressable market Yep. Because at some point, custom there's going to be you know less and less custom stuff theoretically, but more and more procurement and execution through the discovery and alignment platforms like Workspan, Workspan, but really the ISV community at the at the end of the day, right? What a great question. So if you think of the ecosystem flywheel, it really begins with co-solutioning. Every everybody I have talked to about Cosal, you know, everybody wants to go and do Cosal first and kind of drive revenue. Of course, revenue is important. But if you want to make Cosal repeatable, you you hit the nail on the head. Repeatability comes from packaging. Packaging is exactly what ISVs do. They package the entire value proposition as an app at the end of the day that you can buy rather than build. So we see Cosal become repeatable if you have a joint solution. If you have joint solutions which are targeted for specific verticals, horizontals, use cases, package away. And now marketplaces will build discoveries um, around what is the right solution. In fact, tools like Workspan will recommend in the near future what solution you should get next if you're doing a co-sell initiative. So let's say you buy a, 
uh, a database product, you buy, it'll recommend an analytics solution to go with it. And by the way, while you are at it, it should recommend what security you know, software you should have alongside that you can string together a complete holistic answer to the customer problem or the use case that you're trying to solve. So I think this co-selling will become multi-partner in the very near future and service partners and partners who are enabling the end customer last mile will put together the right ISV partners in a joint co-sell engagement, which will likely become, initially we'll start with one partner at a time, just the ISV partner and a hyperscaler, but over time it will start to include SI partner and multiple eyes. For sure. Look, this is not about replicating the shopping cart experience of yeah. uh, endless amount of point solutions. It's right. it's really about uh, solutioning for the customer in a way that very often leads to a multi-vendor strategy, right? So for example, right. if somebody's going on a workspace journey and they're trying to change the way that they collaborate, it's not just workspace, but in our world every day we see it's like workspace with lamaps with AO docs yeah. and so yeah. on right so it's like because that that is now a comprehensive solution when you're doing big things around infrastructure data uh, migration but you need data protection you know it's like a packet fabric yeah. with the haiku with something else from yeah. Google right it's it's and that's actually what customers want yeah. us to be able to present and and uh articulate, but also package and price and bundle and yeah. <laughs> transact, right? It's like, it's, it's definitely the, uh, that's where the magic is because again, in absence of a work span, how do you even each, each additional solution is like exponential in complexity, unless you're able to manage it through a intelligent platform, like the one that you have built. I do think at the, um, scale that we are talking about, you know, um, scale of the ecosystem, the scale of the customer migration to cloud. Cloud is a is a massive trillion trillion dollar opportunity at the end of the day, and a lot of ISVs, a lot of companies need help in doing this. And ultimately, it's about the true north star, which is the end customer. So, can we put together multiple ISV solutions for it? Can we put together the right price for it? That can make that cloud transformation actually happen for the company. And each individual ISV, and the reason why they're all excited about being enabled through and by WorkSpan is like they know that their fate depends on their ability to be integrated and procured and discovered through one of these broader marketplace channels. Because we see this happening already. Some customers are basically saying, unless I can procure this solution X through Google Marketplace or one of the other marketplaces, like I'm going to find another solution. Yeah. Yeah. So it's critical for every ISV on the planet, not only to convert to SaaS if they're still kind of an on-premise solution, they're making that journey with customers like Teradata, NetApp, others like partners that are, you know, we're helping through this journey as well. But uh they need to be bundled in the appropriate ways. Cause I think IT organizations, procurement departments, and decision makers, like they don't want to manage mm -hmm. thousands of individual contracts with their own kind of, you know, ad hoc pricing terms, you know, expiration dates and stuff like that. So yeah. they're really looking at this new way of procurement. And I think WorkSpan like sits right in the epicenter of uh, making that possible. Yeah. And, you know, the cash registers have shifted. Marketplace is the new cash register. And people want that simplicity, that ease of discovery, of buying, of using and consuming the solution. And 
that's exactly what circular trend we see that marketplaces are going to become very, very important in ISV co-sell relationships going forward. I think related is is the reason why we're so excited to partner uh, with with Workspan. I think you know under the umbrella of what we call our, our alliance program is this is also something that you know uh, solution providers, MSPs, consultancies like SADA. You know, it's not something we normally would do years yeah. ago, but now it's like. We ourselves and our alliance are hyper motivated because you're also a customer. Again, yeah. like this different type of partnering that uh, our our job is to also help you grow and help mm-hmm. you find more customers and be wider adopted. Because the more successful you are, the bigger the relationship becomes. And I think uh, that alliance framework is something that we're really excited about, and we're very pleased yeah. that. Uh, We've joined up in in that way as well. You know, Tony, hats off to you and your team. Um, SADA Alliance program is a true, true differentiator for you. It's what really set you apart. And uh, our relationship as a customer, as a partner, as not just, you know, selling to, but, you know, selling with and selling, you know, buying from, you know, it's come together a full circle with all these 360 degrees thing. And as we look to co-sell with the larger ISV and the Google ecosystem, we could not have picked a better partner than Sada. Period. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yes, we have lots of work still to do, and uh, really earn earn our place in your strategic mind uh, uh, over the years. But this is exactly again the dyna- the dynamism of this consumption world is so interesting that yeah. this type of relationship is even again you can even design something like this because in the right. package prepay world of on premise like. Yeah. You couldn't even really do this. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you did it on on at a very high level with at SAP with Hana, but that was that was a uh, that's that was not something that was the norm per se. That was yep. very enterprise, huge, complex. But now it's like SaaS and consumption marketplaces, yeah. MSPs like Sada. The possibilities are 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 very very. Uh, very yeah. evolved, I would say. I much, would, uh, much different type of relationship. Absolutely. And I, I, I want to say a few things about, you know, not just the hyperscalers, but other companies like, you know, Cisco and SAP and VMware as an example. Um, just take an example with Cisco. What they've done is just remarkable around their ecosystem flywheel. They now co-solution and build new solutions. They co-market, they co-sell. By the way, I, uh, Cisco co-sells with its ISV ecosystem partners. They call it digital co-sell. And they meet in the channel together between ISV, Cisco, and a shared reseller partner using Workspan, the multi-partner. And by the way, AWS also co-sells with, uh, sorry, co-sells with Cisco and Cisco co-sells with AWS and Microsoft and Google as well. So it's, it's amazing what, what erstwhile, you know, channel heavy companies with hardware and, you know, all the on-prem stuff, they're a magical uh, software company to the cloud now. They've embraced this journey as well. And take a, take a look at SAP. Much of the revenue is now coming from the cloud. They're one of the largest you know, SaaS players now in the world. And they couldn't have done it without digitizing their co-sell motions with GSIs and ISV partners. Uh, they have an endorsed apps and Solex business. And without doing that co-sell, uh, they would not have gotten that exponential lift from the ecosystem. So it's not just the hyperscalers. I do believe that Others who had on-prem business models or hardware-centric business models, they've all gotten cloud. They get it now. They've managed the transition. And it's becoming very nice uh, in the industry now. The consumption model is taking over. Our new chief revenue officer, Sandy Hogan, came 
yep. from uh, VMware, but before that, many years at Cisco. So she really understands Cosell. Yep. She really understands solutions. She is, uh, that's one of the reasons we thought that, you know, she was precisely the right leader to yep. continue in our evolution of how we partner the customers we serve and serve jointly. And uh, I don't think 30 minutes goes by without her <laughs> saying the word solution. <laughs> yeah. Solution, no, solution, partner. Uh, yeah, Sandy, if you're listening, hi. No, I've worked a lot with Sandy when she was at VMware, the customer lifecycle incentives, the work that she, Tracy Ann Palmer and Sanjay Jindal there did together with our team. And now this work is being extended with the current team at uh, VMware taking the whole cloud incentive model, uh, you know, if you think about just one minute on this topic, if you will, you know, the old world incentives are just, hey, pay on, you know, reselling. The new cloud oh, yeah. world has completely changed it around customer life cycle. So when you buy, you give a little incentive. When you do an assessment, you get an incentive. When you adopt, you get an incentive. When you bring in another partner to do the service, you get an incentive. When they renew, you get an incentive. When you deploy, you get an incentive. <laughs> so this is around the entire customer journey that the VMware yeah. has been able to transfer and, and move. And this is an example of how you co-invest with the partner for the cloud. And yes. Sandy was very critical to that vision being realized. So kudos on hiring her. That's so great that you have that relationship. That's fantastic. Now we'll extend to her new role here at SADA. <laughs> uh, she's like, you can't call me new anymore. I've been here four months. I don't know. I can still call her new, I guess. But um, yeah. look, I want to talk a little bit about um, a lot of the listeners are, you know, founders, mm-hmm. Um you know, a lot of people want to be founders. Uh, let's talk about your personal story a little bit uh, uh, towards the end here. It's not easy leaving an executive role where you're very successful at a place like SAP. And uh, and I guess we can both, I mean, we're both immigrants. We can kind of yes. integrate that a little bit. But yeah. to, be a, to be a first-time founder as an immigrant where you've been hyper-successful at the very large companies, what gave you the confidence to do that? And what has that journey been like? Oh, wow. Uh, what an amazing question. So um, when I look at generationally, my uh, you know dad was the first one to come out of a village to work at a large Indian city. He, he was uh, president of India, gold medal winner. And then he said, you know, Amit, the best thing you can do for yourself is like, uh, you know, have an exponential impact in the world. So I've always thought about that. And when I was back at SAP, I thought like, what could I do? that has a larger exponential impact. So I found my calling with partnerships. I love partnerships at the end of the day. So my um, you know, advice to people is find your calling. And, and when your passion becomes your work, it's a joy. And uh, I found it. I just, not, I just could not stay in my current role because I had tremendous passion with this. And I went back to the SAP leadership at that time. I planned my transition for a year with them and kind of moved the teams over time. So it was a very well-planned thing. And at the end of the day, it is about pursuing what you do. And alongside, when you recruit fellow thought leaders uh, in the journey, um, uh, like Henry Chesborough at Berkeley and Mayfield uh, Investors, with uh, Naveen joining our board, uh, with early customers like Intel uh, and uh, and SAP and and uh, VMware and building around the cloud ecosystem with Microsoft, AWS, and Google. So you know, when you have a passion, I think fellow journeymen join you. So I would say believe in your passion, just follow through it and, you know, success will follow. I love that advice. Uh, 
It's very sound. We all think about also, I'm sure you think about what's next, like in our, you know, how do we, how do we translate this forward to the next generation to uh, appreciate what our parents have gone through and the opportunities we've been given. Um, Tony, I'm personally a a big fan of your personal journey and you, uh, you, like an immigrant, (laughs) you've come and your family has done such an amazing thing with Sarda and, and the, and I think of all the other, you know, uh, co-founders who are of different origins, right? And I think the U.S. economy, the U.S., uh, you know, ecosystem the, is so much better for it because we have, uh, you know, people who come with different perspectives, uh, different, totally. uh, you know, cultures, different points of view, and it becomes for a richer interaction at the end of the day. So I, I think in it's, that way, uh, immigrants are, are adding a lot of value in here. Yeah, uh, my daughter is a big fan of the Hamilton uh, musical, yeah. and I always call out, you know, when it says immigrants, we get the job done. Uh, <laughs> I like, look, your dad's an immigrant, your first generation. Um, thank you so much for sharing your story, the WorkSpan strategy. Thank you for being an amazing uh, customer and alliance partner. I know that your journey is just beginning. I look at the road ahead for your addressable market and ours. And I know it's just, it's so incredibly early. I, it seems like we say that every year, but every year it's still true because the market yeah. keeps growing, right? Like it's growing faster almost than we can uh, address it, which is a fantastic position to be in. It was such a pleasure to have you my, as my guest, Amit. Um, looking forward to many years of co- uh, collaboration and growing together. Thank you so much. Absolutely, Tony, what a pleasure. Thank you for listening to Cloud & Clear. Check the show notes for links to this week's topics. And don't forget to connect with us on Twitter at Cloud and Clear and our website, sada.com. Be sure to rate and review the show on your favorite podcast app.